0: On this episode of This Is Game Boy, we crack the whip. So uh, yeah, before we dive into uh, today or this this month's big episode, I guess um let's talk about what we've been up to mo It is spooktober right now so i know you are a busy boy oh yeah
1: love me some Spooptober. uh like always this is my month to do nothing but watch uh horror movies of varying uh <laughs> quality i guess uh and, and play some spoopy games um Let's uh, I'll dive into the games that weren't spoopy first though. Let's, uh, let's do that. Um, I've only managed to finish one Game Boy game last month, uh, which was Battle Ping Pong, <sighs> which is fine, I guess. Uh, the end took way too long because I'm still not sure how the mechanics were correctly to play it properly. Um, so the last two battles in Battle Ping Pong took me way too long. Uh, luckily the final one i did it first try but like the penultimate one took me like two hours or two hours and a half to get through that's way too long for a, a ping pong match but um that is long yeah so that's the only uh game boy game i played um i did start playing the cowabunga collection uh, which i got a physical copy for for ps uh, but sadly, my controller broke. Well, the, the R2 button is broken, which technically you don't need for the Kawabunga collection because it's all NES and Super Nintendo and things like that. Um, I don't even know what R2 does in the collection. Maybe rewind or, or something like that. Uh, but I wanted to fix the controller, so I didn't play anymore PlayStation. Um, I failed at fixing it because apparently it's the contact. Uh, so oh, okay. I, I gave it to a friend, he's gonna look at it, It's a little bit better with like electronics and stuff like that. Uh, but unless I can find a new contact plates, uh, and I, I don't really know how to work around that. But uh, yeah, unless I replace that, it's basically a garbage controller now because R2 is probably one of the most used buttons on the PlayStation controller. Uh, but I ordered a new one. Uh, so yeah, I haven't finished the Kawabunga collection yet. Um, I finished three games. Take a wild guess which ones? <laughs> it's the Game Boy Turtles games, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I know those. So that was that was easy to do. Um, so I've also been completing games on Steam as I can play PlayStation. I was like, I'll I'll just play some stuff on Steam then. Um there was a game I had for like years called DLC Quest. Um such a good game. It it's a very fun game. If, it's fun. Yeah, if if you haven't checked it out yet, do so. It's super cheap as well. Um but it is a game I had finished before, but they added two uh quote unquote speedrun trophies to it. And it had been like years since I played it, so. Uh Excuse me, I just played it again, and got those achievements out of the way, so or maybe it just didn't have any achievements. I don't remember it
0: had it had achievements, but they were in the game oh they in the game yeah so so
1: they uh, yeah, they made it in steam achievements, so I replayed it because I had a lot of fun with that game first time around, so uh so yeah, I completed that game um I've also been playing, and that's. <laughs> Yeah, Flannel Cat is not here anymore uh, right now, but um, she has been streaming a lot of pinball games. So I got Pinball FX3 on Steam. Um, The base game is for free, but you only have like three tables, uh, I believe. Uh, But sometimes when I see a sale on tables that interest me, uh, I buy them. Like I got the Jurassic World pinball tables and... Some Marvel pinball tables and things like that. So sometimes I just play a little pinball. It's it's a fun way to uh, to spend some time. Uh, like I guess a lot of people have that game on Steam, anyways. Um, I see that we're <laughs> we're completely offline on on RGL. I don't know, but we'll keep going, anyways. Uh, maybe we'll get get back. Um,
0: we're off. We're off and on. Yeah, we're off. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're off. <and> on. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Um, so. As I said, like, it, it's over, so I've been streaming a lot of spoopy games. Um, and this year, I was like, you know what? I do have a lot of uh, stuff on Steam, <laughs> so I'm just going to play those uh, instead of whatever console spoopy game I have. Um, so on stream, actually, I played a few games that you can get for free uh, always, so if you're interested in playing them yourself, uh, go grab them. But I played um, Dagon, which is basically a visual representation of the uh, short story by... Uh, What's-his-face? Um, the Cthulhu guy. <laughs> his name slips my mind right now. Uh, uh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft, yeah, there you go. So it's one of his earlier stories that actually... Uh, went on into the cthulhu thing um and you learn a lot about about lovecraft himself throughout the game and but it's, it's just a visual representation of the game you can look around uh but th- th- that's pretty much all you can do uh, you can click on a few things for some more text and stuff like that so uh but yeah, again it's a free game it's it's really cool if you don't know the story um so i would definitely uh, suggest, uh playing it yourself it takes like half an hour or something Um, i've also played the supper which is a really cool uh, pixel point and click game Um, it's super short as well uh, because it's free it's like 15 minutes Uh, it's really cool i'm not gonna spoil anything about that just look at the screenshots like the art is amazing for that game Um, and i have taking a look at some other games the person uh, made, which are also like point and click adventure games, but those are not for free. And um, with the Steam sale coming up for Halloween, which will probably be happening when this episode comes out. um, Yeah, I might pick a few of those up because they they look really interesting. Um, The final free game is called Perfect Vermin. Uh, That's a game. (laughs) again i'm not gonna spoil anything because why would you play it otherwise just check it out yourself uh it's first person you have no clue what's going on it's very weird uh it it makes sense kinda at the end what it's about like i figured it out like a minute before the reveal what was going on uh but it's super weird you know again this is a 10 minute game there are achievements that can take you a lot longer to do because there's some really hard ones, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, uh, check out Perfect Furman again, another free game. Um, I've also played Lily's Well. I didn't do that on uh, on stream though. I played that myself. Uh, I think that's for free as well, actually. Lily's Well. Um, it's it's, an adventure game. Uh, in in like old Atari Commodore style, whatever, uh, very old console style. Uh, absolutely must play. Absolutely, um, it's about a little girl. I have it, but yeah, I haven't played yeah, it. Yeah, you, you absolutely have to play it. It's about a girl who her father goes away at night and she's all alone in the house and there's a well in her uh, in her backyard and she hears. Um, somebody screaming for help to, to get them out of the well. Um, and then you go around the, the area trying to find things to make a rope to climb down the well. Uh, that's what this game is about. Um, absolutely check it out, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, and I think it's for free, so why wouldn't you? to be honest uh, and if it's not for free it won't cost much because i'm a cheap bastard when it comes to steam so <laughs> so, <laughs> true. so very yeah true. so uh i i <laughs> i didn't spend a lot of money on it uh, for sure but i think it's for free um what else do i have on my list here oh yeah i, I played spookware Th- this is not for free unless you played a demo version uh it looked fun yeah it, Spookware, it comes from uh, WarioWare, basically. Uh, it's all these short mini games that you either play with a controller, uh, like controller got added on later. It, it, you can play them all with a mouse and a keyboard. I'm not good with mouse and keyboard, uh, so that, that makes it a little bit harder. But you can also play them with uh, with a controller. It depends on which chapter you're in. Like The mechanics are always a little different, like for... In the first chapter, you only use the arrow keys. In the other chapter, you have to actually type stuff. Uh, Other ones, you have to use the mouse. Uh, But it's all these short games. Um, But it's not only that. It also is an adventure game where you walk around. You have to talk to people, figure things out, uh, get items to progress through the story. Um, At the moment, you can play five Five or six chapters and there's more coming in the future. Uh, but be aware they are very slow at releasing um, the next parts. All the DLC is free. So that's uh, that's really that cool. cool. Uh, but it takes them quite a while. And sadly, uh, I just finished everything they had. Um, And the quality control on the previous DLC that came out like a few weeks ago... I I think they rushed it because there's definitely a few problems with it. um, Because I absolutely enjoyed this game. I love it. The humor is fantastic. It has a spoopy story that you uh, start to experience throughout the game uh, and you have no real clue what's going on um, with it. But the final chapter, which basically is... um, like first-person shooter mechanics and things like that those parts work fine until you get to the very end where you have to do the mini games for that section and half of them don't work properly Um, or you don't have enough time to even finish them so you keep losing lives and it's a mess it actually got me mad Um, (laughs) like i've enjoyed like five hours of this game uh to the fullest and then just that final part Got me extremely mad, but it's because it's broken. It's it's just not done well. Yeah, I
0: mean, who oh. who gets mad at video games?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's sad because I I really love that game, but I think that final part destroys so much of it. You can get through it, by the way. It only took me forty five minutes, which is long, by the way, because I like aced all of the other things in in like twenty minutes or something like that. But that one took me quite a while, just because. Uh, <laughs> it didn't work. And I think the developers realized that themselves because uh, if you game over and you restart after a while, the game even asks, Oh, do you want to delete one of the games uh, from the list? So you don't have to do that one this time around. So I think they knew. Um, So I hope before they start working on the final DLC, I think it is um, that they do fix some of the issues they have with this one because um yeah it, it it was just not well done that's all i can say but besides that absolutely check out spookware it's uh it's a fantastic take on the warioware genre <laughs> i guess i don't even know what uh what what else you could call it. i
0: i watched you stream it and i was like well but like, so i i never so the first time i played a warioware game was on an rgl raffle however long ago i did a raffle I did. I did the first. I did. Wario, that was the first time I ever played a WarioWare game. Yeah, me too. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, wow, these are these are actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went and I beat wa- one of the WarioWares on on GBA. And I was like, oh, okay, that was actually kind of fun. It was tough. I got frustrated with a couple of them, but mm-hmm. like it was it was pretty fun overall. And then I watched Mo played uh, Spoopware, and I was like, oh, that's very reminiscent of WarioWare. It looked like a lot of fun, but definitely get, it would get to the point where I'm just like, well. I don't want to break this controller in half, so we're just going to uh, just watch Mo play it and not play it myself.
1: Yeah, they are not frustrating at all. You you really get them very quickly. The The first time you see them, you have no idea what you're supposed to do. Uh, and that's like, wait, what it just happened? Like, I lost a line because I just didn't get it. Uh, but yeah, besides that final part... All of the other mini games, they work perfectly fine. You figure them out after two times, uh, and then they're easy to beat. Because I thought it was going to be hard to... Uh, like, there's achievements uh, to get S-rank, so not failing at all uh, during the, the boss fights, that is. Uh, I thought that was going to take me forever, um, especially the one in Chapter 4 where you have to type, um, which is really hard because... I'm not fa- like that fast at a, playing on a keyboard for starters, but I also have to pay attention to the screen, uh, type in <laughs> random letters because it's not even words. It's just random letters. So I constantly have to look back and forth on the screen. And that, yeah, as somebody <laughs> who can't do that, it, it's it was tough. But I even got that done in like two tries. But then the final part was just, Yeah, absolute garbage, so... no, God gamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's everything I've been playing. Uh, So, let's see what you've been up to.
0: Uh, So, World of Warcraft, Wrath Wrath of Lich King Classic came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm already 80, done all the raids, cleared all the content, just getting geared now, so... uh, I'm working on another level 80, because I have no life, and... Whatnot. So, uh, I've been a lot of WoW Classic the last month or so, but that's starting to slow down now. Uh, I've done a couple of horror games this month. I don't get into it as much as Mo does, but I did. I played Happy Game, and uh, one of the disclaimers at the bottom of the intro screen says, "This is not a happy game." <laughs> so uh, it's a very, it's a very interesting game. If you've ever played Yearwalk, which is a Swedish folklore horror game. In Little Misfortune, which is a darling, adorable, but very dark yeah, that, horror that's game. A great game. Um, it's a combination of basically both of them together. Um, you only use your mouse for the entire game. There's no gamepad, there's no keyboard. You only use your mouse. And it's all puzzle based. So it's an atmospheric, psych- psychological horror game you have to solve various different puzzles to get through it and you're a you're a little kid that's having nightmares and you have to work your way through the nightmares and uh, it I I'm it takes a lot to make me pretty disturbed on things and there are parts of the game where it's like eh, I don't know how you think of that but uh all right <laughs> so uh, it's a very cheap game I think I bought the the big edition for like 10 bucks. Um, super super fun game. Uh, recommended if it goes on sale. Um, but yeah, I I have a I have a huge backlog of Steam horror games I need to get through. Uh, I played Splatterhouse for the NES, which is probably my tenth time ever playing that game. Uh, Splatterhouse is just a a, a cult classic. You know, maybe not for the NES, but definitely for uh, for other systems. Um, it's just a fun game. It's a fun, short, easy game to play. And, uh, it's horror-themed, right? There's bats and pumpkins, and you play as Jason Voorhees, basically, Mm. so, um, it's, it's fun. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Scorn, which is the newest horror game that came out. Uh, it's like a mix of, uh, think of the most grossest game you can think of with flesh and blood and everything else, and Doom mixed (laughs) together. Um... It's uh, it's like a first person shootery game where you, where you basically like, take body parts and like inject them into other things and you have them as keys. It's it's pretty gross, but it's pretty damn fun. Uh, if you like Doom, that is, you'll enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, and then speaking of Doom, I played the MS DOS version of Doom uh, the other day. Um, it does not hold up very well in terms of the gameplay. Is still very fun. But the graphics gave me a crazy headache. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, you move so fast in that environment, it's just, it's so hard for your eyes to to keep up. And then, like, I, I don't know how I did it when I was a kid, but, man, I I played through it in a, in a sitting, and I was just like, oh, man, my head hurts so bad after playing this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I sadly get motion sickness from most first-person games, so, uh... I know I played Doom and, and Duke Nukem 3D and, and Quake when I was little. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had problems back then, but now I do. So it's it's hard for me to to even play uh, stuff like yeah. that. So I, I still try because I have a few games uh, on Steam than that is. Uh, like Iron Fury, which is basically Duke Nukem 3D, but the newer version. Yep. Uh, and um, like Blood Plus is another one I have that I really want to play, but I can only play them for like an hour and then I have to stop because I feel so bad. So it's going to take me a while. Um, I actually also play... There's this game, Lust from Beyond, which is also kind of Lovecraftian, Cthulhu, cult thingy. Um, It's 18 plus though, so be warned. You can play it in uh censored mode as well if you want to but it it takes away from the game um <laughs> yeah it no it, one wants to play it so like sure, it, but... it does take away from the atmosphere so i would definitely not recommend doing that but there's that... uh there's two free chapters you can again uh, on steam see I, I got a lot of free stuff for you all <laughs> if you want to play free games um and one of them had some weird graphic settings that made me sick as well, but the other one was perfectly fine. But they're also like first person, uh, and they're they're scary games. So uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to get the other two, like the the full version of uh, Lost from Beyond. And I, it had a prequel, but it's Lost from Hell or something. Uh, but it's it's a really cool horror game but it just has a lot of nudity in it so uh but it fits the story it's lot it's not nudity for nudity like a lot of stupid steam games like the, those hand type puzzle <laughs> things that make <laughs> that make absolutely no sense but uh yeah it,
0: well no they make sense just not in the not in our set yeah typically. yeah <laughs> I mean like playing it as sensor modes, like play like Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super Nintendo without the blood codes. So, I mean, yeah.
1: But yeah, this is the of course it's it's body parts. <laughs> Let's just call them so like So is Mortal well, Kombat. Yeah, 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 but not naked like
0: That's true. Yeah. So Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. just, well, I mean, just saying Outlast, if if
1: people wanna true. play it, it is definitely eighteen plus But there are yeah. good games.
0: Uh That's fair. Uh, yeah. First person shooters never do that for like I can play Call of Duty, I can play Battlefield, uh, like when, like when we did God's Basement for Haunt Hunters, like I can play that all day long, no problem. I think the problem was is that since it's such an older game, like everything is you know 8 bit, 16 bit, whatever MS DOS is, like everything just kind of blends in. So, like the monsters, the floor, the walls, everything just kind of blends in. And there are areas in Doom where you're just in tight corridors, and you go like a thousand miles an hour through those tight corridors. Mm-hmm. So I think just like the the motion blur of everything, just like combining, it just and I can't I can't handle motion blur very well at all. Even in new games, I can't handle motion blur. I have to turn it off. But like Wolfenstein 3D, I can play Wolfenstein 3D perfectly fine because the areas are always so big. Mm-hmm. Like even though the walls and the floors blend in pretty well because they're gray. The areas are so big, I can I can make make sense of it all, and I, my my eyes don't hurt because of it. Yeah. But Doom, though, everything is very tight in the older Doom games, and it's oof. That it was rough. <laughs> that was a rough one to get through. Yeah, uh,
1: just just something I noticed here. Uh, I think the uh, YouTube video is not running.
0: Uh. I was going to start it after the break. Oh, okay, it, all right. Your all right. your YouTube video is short. It's only 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, once it was done, it would stop and probably play, like, the next YouTube video if I didn't catch it. So I was like, I'm going to play it and while we talk about the game. Yeah,
1: that's... Uh,
0: that way people can see it. <laughs> that's a good and, idea. Yeah. <laughs> see, uh, I'm, uh, there's a science to my madness, I promise. <laughs> I do promise. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not to, not to jinx us, knock on, knock on wood, but we haven't dropped any frames for a while. That's good. And we're full, and we're fully stable, it looks like now, so. Uh, knock on wood, it'll probably drop again, cause Comcast, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, Doom MS-DOS, uh, a few other games, I wanna finish up Scorn, like I said, it's a brand new game that just came out, uh, I'm gonna finish up Scorn, um i want to play through distraint 2 uh i have played distraint 1 if you have never played distraint it's weird it's very weird very graphic uh it's like a 16-ish bit um look to it extremely graphic uh lots and lots of pixel blood and lots and lots of pixel body parts but uh, very very cool story to it um and uh, the developer came out with Distraint Two a few years back, and I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Um, I also want to play through the the, the Cat Lady uh, trilogy, so mm-hmm. Cat Lady Downfall and uh, Lorelai, oh, yeah. uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, Lorelai. So uh, I have those lined up. I also want to play through those Faith games on uh, the, the MS DOS looking games. Um. I haven't. I I I learned about them from l Rock when he ran them for, I think one of the Halloween marathons here in RGL or Retrothon. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I watched. It, I was like, "What? Hey, like, what the heck is this game? I never saw it before." And he told me about it, and then Mo told me about it, and he's like, "How did you not know about these games?" I'm like, "There's so much stuff I can't keep track of." <laughs> so, uh, those are definitely in the. Uh, in the in the on the computer now and ready to ready to be played. So and I'll probably play through Dedius again as well too, since it is a horror game, and Pine Creek since it is a horror game for Game Boy. When it comes to home brews, so mm-hmm. uh, I got a bit lined up. I just gotta gotta get some time. Life has been busy the last
1: couple weeks. So yeah, yeah, I'll probably still do Downfall and Lorelei myself because uh, I bought them years ago and. Uh, I played the Cat Lady, and I just didn't do the other games for some reason. Uh,
0: so, God, funny story about the Cat Lady, while we're on a tangent of horror stuff. So I played the Cat Lady, and I got to, like, the very last section of the Cat Lady. So I'm, like, five and a half hours into this game. But I typically don't save games whenever I stream them. I just play them straight through. Hmm. I got five and a half hours into the Cat Lady, crashed the game, and lost all of my progress. Yeah. So I never, I've, I played 98% of the game already, but I never finished
1: it, so. Oh
0: boy. I got, I got a redemption arc now, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's really all I've been up to. A lot of it is just coming up now, because like I said, life came at me pretty quick the last couple weeks, and, uh, readjusting and redoing some things with my, with my life right now, so. Um. If you want to know more about that, go listen to the light episode. But um, with that, uh, we're going to take a very quick short break. And when we come back, we are going to discuss today's episode, which is Castlevania The Adventure. Stay tuned. Welcome back everybody, hope you enjoyed uh that was a stage one song from uh, Castlevania the Adventure. So let's dive right in. Overview of the game. Uh pretty interesting <clears throat> release timeline for this one, especially for you EU people, because you EU people love getting games late. Yeah. October twenty-seventh, nineteen eighty-nine, Japan. December fifteenth, nineteen eighty-nine, North America, nineteen ninety-one, <laughs> Europe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, uh, developed and published by Konami. It is Castlevania, after all. Um, at this time, probably their one of their flagship uh, IPs. So, um, composers. Oh, god, love Japanese names. <laughs> Shigeru Fukutaki, which that name should be a bit familiar because of Twinbee uh was the composer f- composer or audio person for the twin b series uh then we got norio hanzawa H- norio hanzawa i believe that's how we're pronounced mm-hmm. that f- that last name um games to be aware of with this person bucky o'hare Uh, Gunstar Heroes, Mischief Makers for the N64, very underrated N64 game, highly recommend playing it, and I don't even like the N64. Astro Boy Omega Factor, Wario World, um, the most recent game, uh, it looks like he is credited for is War of the Visions Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. He was a sound director, so... Oh, uh, it also did Sin and Punishment Star Successor. He was a composer for that. If you don't know what Sin and Punishment is, uh check it out. It's a pretty pretty interesting, pretty interesting game. Uh and then we have Oh boy. Hideo Hero Fun- Funachi. Yeah. God, we nailed it, boys. We're so good at Japanese <laughs> games. We're so good at Japanese games. Uh, so this person here credited for a lot of Game Boy music. Lots and lots of Game Boy music. Uh, we got Kid Dracula, Zen Intergalactic Ninja, Tiny Toons, Babs, Big Break, Blades of Steel for the Game Boy, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, the best of the trilogy, in my opinion, for the Game Boy, Proteus Operation C, Skate or Die, Bad and Rad, Karth. Castlevania the Adventure. And for the Famicom, Twin B3, Poco Poco Dime, uh, Mount, Mountain. Mount, yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're three um, very well known composers or audio engineers uh, for Konami. Like, they, they worked on a lot of their, their games. So, uh, and it's, I think this might be the only game they, like, work together on. Uh oh. They definitely brought their A team for the music. Uh, sadly yeah. they went for the D team when it came to actually making this game. But, sadly. You know, more more on that in, uh, uh, in a few moments.
0: In a minute, yeah. Uh genre platformer. It's Castlevania. We haven't gotten to the, the Symphony of the Night phase yet of Castlevania. We're still very much in the platform era of Castlevania uh plot this is this is your bread and butter right here yeah
1: um the plot in the manual isn't that very well written uh but it's your normal castlevania plot uh this time we will be playing as christopher Balmont in his very first appearance in the franchise um but yeah i'll, I'll go over what's in the manual if i can read it because it's not that great of a scan to be Honest, so, um, sheer terror is at hand. To confront the Death Defying Count, insert a, see, it's, it's not a good written <laughs> Insert the cartridge into the Game Boy, <laughs> whatever. Uh, now you're in the misty midst of Dracula's less than welcoming lair. There's no place to hide, no place to run. The only direction you can go is dead ahead, into the darkness that is Castlevania. With a taste for sweet revenge on the tip of his fangs, the bloodthirsty Prince of Darkness hungers for a succulent delicacy, and your throat is definitely on his menu. But before you reach this host of horrors, you must, uh, risk? Yeah, I think it's risk. Risk your neck against multitudes of unearthly evils that lurk around every corner. All told, there are four levels of dank dungeons, torture chambers and vampire crypts. At the dead end of each you'll find a primary evil who's waiting to terrorize you. Before proceeding to the next level you must crush and demoralize not that it has a lot of morals to speak of this beast. At the end of the fourth level you'll enter the dead of night where you'll come toe to toe eyeball to eyeball with everyone's favorite bloodsucker, Count Dracula. And it's here that you'll either vanquish his midnight powers forever or be initiated into his vampire corpse. Your sole means of protection are your mystic whip. Doesn't it have a name, the whip? The something? Isn't it just a vampire killer? It's, it's it's something with it. Somebody who knows more about the castle. It, it, it's, it's something killer. Uh, a mindful wits, which will lead you through da- Drax, not Dax, Drax menacing maze. Along the way, be sure to light the candles with the tip of your whip. It's a surefire way to unleash life-sustaining items such as hearts, crystals, and crosses of gold. And then there's a bunch of stuff about points that nobody cares about. Um, also light the candles think you mean destroy the Cattlesman. <laughs> Whatever.
0: No, you you gotta light him. <laughs> you light him with that whip. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, that's the plot. Uh, Dirkula is back again for the 718th time. You're Christopher Belmont. It's your job to take him down. So, there you go.
0: It's a good thing we're not going over the Castlevania timeline anymore.
1: Oh, uh, well, <laughs> it, it, it's hard to do that oh i know Uh, yeah no i know yeah we've never had a game uh with christopher's dad i think it's he's called frederick belmont if i remember correctly he hasn't showed up in a game yet
0: yeah because like the first of the belmonts is leon yeah and then then you go into the trevor series and then we go into the Christopher era then Simon then I think it's was then Justin and then Richter
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we go into like the Morris nonsense like the Quincy John Jonathan
1: <laughs> yeah the not, the stuff. not Belmonts.
0: Yeah. yeah the like i said the the morris nonsense mm-hmm. yeah but uh Uh, lost myself in the notes. There we go. (laughs) Controls. So the controls D pad to move, press the A button to jump, B button to attack with your whip. Um, the normal stuff. Before we dive into. Yeah, before we dive into the items, the controls are. They're responsive, but they're. They're slow. Yeah, they're they're
1: (laughs) Uh responsive, but delayed. And. Um, I know what you're thinking. Hey, but isn't that the case for all Castlevania games? Uh, yes, but no, um, the game boy one has even more delay for no reason whatsoever. So, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Like if you play the original NES game or the other Castlevania games that, that use like the same control scheme, uh, I guess the second one or Dracula's curse or even super Castlevania, even though that's a little better. Um, like the delay makes sense uh, somehow in this one. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't work very well. Uh, the jump arc that you're used to having uh, in a, in a Castlevania game is also not correct. Like it, it no. Christopher weighs more uh for some reason, so your jump is not as wide as you would think it is. Uh, and th- the attacks with the whip, sometimes it just eats your input. Um, it just doesn't feel correct, sadly. Um, which is yeah. something Castlevania has always thrived in. Like, it is delayed, but it feels correct. This one does not at all.
0: Yeah, I think one of the, the bigger flaws for it is that you're, pl- well, you're playing on the Game Boy, so you have a smaller screen to begin with. And some of the some of the quarters you have to navigate through are are pretty small even for Game Boy standards. Like the sprites themselves are are good size. Yeah. But um you have to go through areas where it's like, I need to jump up on top of these platforms and get to a rope while something is rolling at me, but I can't jump high enough to out out jump this enemy, so I'm gonna get knocked away or it's just there's weird elements to it that just don't like what most said, don't quite make sense for the controls. So, um, But going into the items, uh, pretty eh, a little bit different than your normal Castlevania when it comes to items as well, too. Um, we have the heart, which partially recovers health. So traditionally in Castlevania games, your heart is uh, an energy source, so to speak, Ooh. for your specialty weapon. Um, whether it's holy water, the, the, the cross, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, in this game, it's actually your health bar. Uh, a flashing heart fully replenishes your, uh, health. Uh, a one-up is, well, it's, it's an extra life. Um, <laughs> uh, the cross, the, the cross of gold grants you temporary invulnerability. Um, pretty useful item especially the tight corridors with the the falling eyeballs yeah Uh, very very useful
1: yeah this is an item that got added to this game for a reason uh because there are some sequences where you cannot get through without getting hit um and the only way is to grab one of these um which is not a good mechanic uh (laughs) when building a game like if you make it that hard there's something wrong with your game uh so yeah. luckily that's there though, I guess. So yeah. so they did find a way to make those sections bearable, but it's still something they could have easily avoided by doing it another way. But I don't know, maybe time constraints, yada yada yada. Or maybe not understanding the source material well, because it's pretty obvious this was not made by the same people who worked on on the NES games. Yeah.
0: I also think too, like it's a pretty early, it's a pretty early adapter to the Game Boy library as well too, coming out in 1989. So, for what the game is, it actually gave a lot of oomph to the Game Boy itself. Like there's a lot of stuff in this that you wouldn't see typically in a 1989 game. Uh, so they definitely went a little bit out of the boundaries a bit, but uh, you can definitely tell that they were learning or trying or. Like what most, they just weren't comfortable with what was given to them. So, um, it's what it is. So, uh, the crystal upgrades your whip. Uh, then you have a flashing crystal, which summons a a primary evil, the boss. Mm. Um, and then your coins are just for points, which no one cares about. Yeah. So
1: like in other, uh, Castlevania games, if you destroy the boss, you get a crystal in this one, it works the other way around. There might be a, a few other games where it works like that, but uh, here you you have to summon them by grabbing the orb, I guess. Oh. Orb. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this one part of the manual though. I so like I I'll I'll, I'll rescan this manual because I I have this manual. I'll rescan it for higher quality. But there's a section in the manual right before the boss or right before the enemies. It's called Tips to Evade Torture. (laughs) Yeah, And it says don't bet the ponies don't spit into the wind. (laughs) Okay okay enough joking around. This is Dracula stuff. This Dracula stuff is serious business especially for those of you with your necks on the line. Here's the true advice from the underworld. Traps have been set within each stage. Be careful not to trip into the pit of vipers. Also, watch out for the pursuing wall. Uh, Don't allow your attention to slip from the dangers lurking overhead and on the blood-stained floors. Knock down and destroy pillars to escape certain death. Master the jump attack so you can light up the candles burning high on the wall and defeat the flying sorcerers. To jump attack, hold down the A button and then strike with the B button. Then right below that it says, continue if you dare. After losing your last life, you can continue from the beginning of the level where you perished. Pretty traditional Castlevania mm-hmm. happenings there. Simply press the control pad up or down to select yes on the continue screen. Then press A. You can begin as many times as you like as long as the Game Boy power remains on. <laughs> Can't play the game when the Game Boy's off. Turn off the switch though and it's back to the beginning where the deadly demons will be refreshed and revived. Careful not to leave your Game Boy on too long, or else you'll be or else you'll kill the batteries. <laughs> so <laughs> they had fun writing the manual. Yeah. They definitely had fun writing the manual. <laughs> I always enjoy I always enjoy a good manual. It's a very simple <laughs> manual. Don't get me wrong. It's just a white black and white manual. There's no color to it at all, really, but uh, it's 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 a fun manual. It's a it's a very good manual to just read through. Um, those I appreciate more than like the high high res high color manuals usually. Yeah. So, uh, but going into baddies, so we got the big eye, which is well a a big eye. Um, typically falls down from the top of the screen and then rolls towards whatever way chris is on the screen so if you're to the left of the pit it'll fall down roll left if you're right of the pit it'll fall down roll right um typically this is where the holy cross comes into play you get the cross to be invulnerable climb up the rope while the eyeballs are falling so you don't get knocked off and hurt so um that's the big big deal with that one um Big Eye makes its appearance in Belmont's Revenge as well, too. Mm-hmm. The eyeballs are actually pretty popular in Belmont's Revenge. They a little too popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh Um Then we got the Madman, which looks like Swamp Thing or a man covered in mud. Yeah, maybe they um, meant Mudman, but <laughs> Yeah. Same as Madman though the manual. Then you got uh P- Punaguchi, Puna Punaguchi, it's those stacking dragon heads that shoot fireballs at you. Yeah. Um. And then we got the death bat. Gotta be careful of the death bat. It looks like a. It looks like a winged demon. Let's just be be fair on that.
1: Yeah, that, that's actually um, the boss. Like they they messed boss, some things yeah. up with uh with the enemies.
0: And then you got <coughs> the she worm. Uh, which is just a little larva wormy boy that crawls on the ground. Um, and then you have evil armor, which is the guys with the shield and the spear. And they're, the, they're the annoying ones, typically, in the game for me. And then the primary evils, you have uh, Undermole, uh, Gobans, Zeldo, not to be confused with Zelda, Zeldo.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, actually right. not a boss. He's just a normal. They, like yeah. they, they switched it between. He's just a normal Deppad
0: enemy and, and, and Zell uh. Yeah. So, but uh, Gobons was, I believe, the stage one boss yeah. that you get you encounter, and uh, yeah, indeed, those those were the enemies, though.
1: Yeah. So not, not that much variation in this game when it comes to enemies, but, uh, I mean, it's an early Game Boy game, so that makes sense that they no. they can't put too much into it. Um, so yeah, let's uh, go over some of the mechanics of this game uh, real quick. There, there's not that many, besides the normal Castlevania mechanics, that, that is. Uh, which yeah. everybody knows. Uh, but in this game, there are no stairs. There are actually ropes uh, to traverse upwards or downwards. Uh, most likely, this was due to programming issues with uh, with stairs on Game Boy. Like, on the top of my head, I cannot think of a single Game Boy game that uses stairs correctly. Uh, like, usually you get stuck when going upwards and things like that because of the, the sprites. Like, there's there's not really a diagonal dimension on... Ga- I mean, some can pull it off, but most of the time they don't. So, um, it would have been weird to program that in. Especially uh, during the first year of Game Boy when they hadn't figured stuff out yet. So, uh, yeah, they went with ropes in this one. Oh. Yep. There you go. Um, Also, one of the dumbest mechanics ever put into a Castlevania game, uh, which is one of the reasons that this is not a good game, Um, your whip actually downgrades if you take a hit from an enemy. Um, So yeah, your your whip can be upgraded two times, just like in the other Castlevania game. Uh, The first time it gets longer, and the second time it shoots out some kind of fireball uh, when you when you use it, it also deals more damage with uh, each upgrade. Um, So yeah, the game is basically made around the fact that you need the upgrades, but every time you get hit, you lose the upgrade, which puts you in very crappy situations, especially uh, when you get into a boss fight and you get hit and yeah, good luck trying to even reach uh, the boss because your whip is so small on the normal level it's just not fun anymore so yeah that's (laughs) one of the reasons why besides the weird controls uh or the delayed controls that make this game way too frustrating uh for no reason at all um you could argue that they maybe put this mechanic in because it's a short game um to make it a little bit more difficult, like they did with a lot of Game Boy games, to be honest. They they made it more difficult to uh, make it lengthier. Um, But the problem is that would work for a short game. And this this is a short game, don't get me wrong, it's only four stages long, but they forgot that the walk speed of freaking Christopher is slower than a snail, Uh, which makes it even more frustrating because it takes you longer to get somewhere if you died, especially if you gave over and you have to redo the entire stage again. Um, the slowdown is not lag, by the way. It's not lag. They actually programmed Christopher or the entire game to run at this pace. Um, which is, yeah, the third strike for this game, making it not fun to play at.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting uh, to say the least. Um, that's why typically uh, we'll talk touch base on this very much later in the episode, but uh, it's why we recommend playing the, uh, the 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 ROM hacked version, the enhanced mm. graphics, whatever it's.
1: Called. Yeah, that's what <laughs> <Excuse> it's called. <laughs> called.
0: So, um, but yeah, going into the stages. So, stage one is the forest slash graveyard. <laughs> this is your very, very typical first stage of a Castlevania game. Introduces you to how the jumping physics works, how the knockback physics works when you get hit. Um, it just introduces you to the atmosphere leading into Dracula's castle. Um, the first boss is. I already closed the manual. that uh, go, That's Gobons. Go bonds? Yeah. Yeah. The first boss is Gobons. If you have the full whip upgrade, the fireball that you whip off at the end of your whip bounces off of his armor, so you actually have to hit him with the physical whip. Yeah. Um, which is still not the end of the world because that whip is pretty long. Um, and you can hang out to the farish right of the screen and just keep whipping him as he's walking towards you. I think it takes like four or five hits and he's dead. Uh, you honestly shouldn't <clears throat> get hit by him at all.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's a, It's a very... Easy introduction to the game. Like, you could even argue that, like, the original Castlevania or Castlevania 3 the first stage is already pretty tough to get through. Uh, this one is fine. The only downside to it is that there's a part where you have to jump on these, uh, like, tiny platforms to cross. Like, you can't fall into a pit, but you would have to go back at a route. Uh, and because the yeah. mechanics of the jumping are a little bit uh, weird. Uh, It might take you a while to get used to jumping at the correct pixel to get over it. But besides that, it's a a very simple stage for sure. Um, But yeah, after beating Gobans, you go into the cave, uh, which is uh, full of bats, which are annoying to hit because, well... You probably already lost your upgrade to your whip anyway, so you can't even get them. Uh, But besides that, again, it's a pretty easy stage. Um, There's something I actually forgot to check, uh, which I read. Um, This stage has like a split path near the end. Um, And apparently if you do something wrong there, you can end up in the boss room, but the boss doesn't spawn. Um I actually haven't checked it out. I totally forgot about it until this moment. Um I haven't seen it ever, so I'm not sure if it was just somebody running into a weird soft log that can happen once <laughs> every full moon or something. I don't know. Uh but if that is true that that is dumb. <laughs> and I wouldn't yeah. put it past this game. Uh but yeah, I, I have never seen that before, at least. Um, the boss fight in this stage is against uh, the under mole <sighs> if you can even call it a boss fight to be honest um, if you've it's very easy. yeah it's just all these holes in the wall and, and one of the moles jumps out and you hit it and it's that it's it's like super easy actually for a boss fight uh, even if you have a downgraded whip it's still pretty easy to get through so uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that at all Um and these guys actually turn into normal enemies in Castlevania 2 for Game Boy. <laughs> so yeah, it was a weird choice for a boss, but again, still pretty easy game uh so far. Except that's I a mean, mechanic suck. Yeah.
0: No. yeah. I mean under mole too, <laughs> like so like there's four holes, right? They kinda like go in like a an arcing type type fashion. If you stand underneath the second hole, which is the highest one up. And just, if you have the fully if if you have the fully upgraded whip, you can use the fireballs to hit the mole on the other side. And you just have to wait for the mole to jump out of the top top hole, and he'll arc over you. You just hit him on the way down. Mm-hmm. Like it's you literally don't move fighting the mole at all. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy crazy easy fight. Not compared to this next stage, uh, which is the trap room. Um, the trap room is brutal uh and it's brutal because of those stupid little worm guys because in a there's a certain part of the level where the floor becomes spikes and it starts to rise up you have to race vertically to the top of the stage um but in your way are these little worm boys that you have to hit so they can turn into a roly-poly so you can jump over them however they move slower than a slug as well too and if you're not careful, they'll hit you back onto the rope while the floor is coming up. And there's not a lot of timing and there's not a lot of padding you can use to uh have room for air, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh along the way too, this this uh this stage I believe also introduces like the one tile vertical uh platforms as well too along with the uh, Super Mario Land-styled falling blocks as well. So when you jump on them, they fall almost immediately as soon as you touch them, so you have to be quick to get off of them. All while platforming and going through this stage, you have a floor of spikes rising or a wall of spikes coming behind you to chase you. Uh, this stage is absolutely brutal, uh, especially if you don't have an upgraded whip, which honestly, by the time you get to like the second screen you probably lost your upgraded <laughs> whip uh because a non-upgraded <clears throat> whip takes two two hits to kill one of the one of the worms uh and an upgraded whip just flat out kills them so um this stage is absolutely no joke this is where all of my game overs started happening um when i was playing this game yeah
1: definitely uh i just want to make sure that people who are watching this live or uh, who are watching the video? Um, the footage you see actually is from the hack because um, I, I like I I had to replay this game because I lost the uh, the original footage. Um, so I did play the original version first, but I just played the the hacked version for my replay, Um, and that's why you see me not losing my whip upgrade if I get hit by an enemy, and also why he's moving at a normal pace. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, you could see, um, as we are talking about that stage, um, I am currently on the third stage, um, and the section with the spike wall coming after me. Um, On the original version, like, you saw me getting stuck on an enemy there for a while, um, if that happens on the original version, that wall catches up and you're dead. You cannot outrun it yep. at all. Um, in this version you can, because you just move way. well, you move at a normal speed. So, wow uh, yeah, just, just yep. want to make sure, uh, of yep. that.
0: So this, this boss here is, is Death Bat, I believe his name yeah. is, right? Yeah, Death Bat, And, um... <coughs> This boss, with a fully upgraded whip, dies in three hits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't just have at this point. you place. know.
0: Um, so this just tells, like, if you're watching Mo's gameplay, you can see the difference between a fully upgraded whip and not a fully upgraded whip. Um, with a fully upgraded whip, this boss dies in three hits. You hit him once, he flies up, lands on this perch, walks back and forth, flies a rover, basically move to the left of the screen, he's going to swoop down, hit him twice, he's dead. Uh, otherwise, you have to actually figure out the boss pattern and uh, and beat him that way. But then we go into stage four.
1: Yeah, the final stage. Uh, thank God if you're playing the original version because at this point you're absolutely tired of playing this game. Um, so yeah, this is basically the exterior and the interior of actual Castlevania. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah pretty pretty simple setup really uh you try to get inside of the castle and you make your way through tons and tons of armors and also the first boss again and again and again uh which gets super annoying because again if you get hit you lose your upgrade and then you can't reach him and he has a reach that is far superior than your reach and you keep dying over and over and over again um so, yeah, this...
0: And fireballs don't hurt him, so you yeah, have to be a little little
1: close yeah, to him, that too. Yeah, that as so. well. Uh, this is a very, very annoying part. Um, again, if you're watching live right now or the video, uh, yeah, you have to get through this section with, with those dragon hats, and uh, you will lose your whip upgrade in the original version. Like, there's just no way around it. 100 uh, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Basically a gauntlet of enemies you do not want to be facing, and that take way too many hits to die, until you finally jump down a hole, Uh, not to end your life and get it over with, uh, but sadly to face off against uh, the big baddie Dracula himself. Um, Yeah, and in normal Castlevania fashion, of course he has two forms, because he always needs two forms. Well,
0: yeah, you gotta have two forms.
1: Um, His pattern is a little hard to read. Uh, Even though it's set in stone, it's super hard to read, in my opinion, Uh, which makes it even more frustrating to try and kill him. Um, I think there is one upgrade for the whip uh, right in front of him, so even if you die, you you get one upgrade back, so you can at least hit him. Uh, But his Attacks are super hard to uh, to dodge, for sure. Um, his bat form, luckily, is the easiest. But, again, if you've already lost your whip upgrade during a fight, good luck hitting that bat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yes, the stage... For enemies, it lacks enemies, with the exception of what Mo was saying, the, the first boss enemy. Uh, but for the most part, like, almost in traditional Castlevania sense, like, the final stage doesn't have a ton of enemies to it, uh, but it does have these rooms with spikes with moving platforms, they're kind of a, they're kind of a pain to figure out, especially with the, the crappy jump that, uh, Chris has, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, like what Mo said, we go into the Dracula fight, that something to note too? When you pick up this crystal to, to start the enemy fight, or the boss fight, You start the boss fight, the second you touch that crystal. Like, there is no, like, ramp up at all. Boss spawns, you start fighting. So, um, and the the Dracula fight, honestly, the first phase of it is pretty relatively easy. It's the bat phase that honestly makes me upset, uh, to do. Because I don't like fighting bats, because I always get knocked back into the spike pit whenever I fight them. So, um, but for the most part, uh... The boss fights are easy if you have the upgraded whip. The levels are brutally difficult, especially the trap room. The trap room is the worst of them all, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, once you beat Dracula, you beat the game, you save the world once again from Dracula's clutch. Uh, you get to watch the the castle crumble into into nothing while Chris stands on a cliff edge holding his whip. Pretty normal Castlevania ending and uh from there it rolls the staff roll right where the right where the castle lied and uh that's castlevania the adventure
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep that's pretty much it like we said it's actually a short game but just good luck uh getting through it Uh, it's it's like super frustrating yeah crazy frustrating
0: but the best part is at the very end of it, after the staff roll, Dracula turns into a bat and flies away. Yeah. Then it says, the end. So you know Dracula ain't dead yet.
1: It's never over.
0: It's never over for the Belmonts. Uh,
1: yeah, no, this is Christopher Belmont, actually. It's it's not Simon Belmont. Yeah. Simon, wait, is Simon dead already or is he after Christopher? Simon's, <laughs> Simon's way later. Oh, way later, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is Christopher Belmont.
0: Actually, I think Chris might be Simon's dad.
1: No, uh, so no, Sole, Chris, Sole, no. is, is Christopher's son. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Simon is Solius' son. <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. I don't know. By all That whole stuff. Is <laughs> just... Solio is definitely the most hated character
0: in the Castlevania yeah. franchise. Oh boy. Well, Trevor Belmont is Simon's dad. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. And this was. And Trevor was.
1: Before. Yeah, Trevor is way before Chris. Chris. Yeah.
0: So Simon and Chris probably were in tandem together. Mm hmm. Different Draculas, you know. There's multiple Draculas in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't. It's Castlevania. They all look the same. They all play the same. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Waiting for the Castlevania people to come out.
1: me <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, with that said, let's take a look at the cover art, which is actually amazing. I, I really love this cover art. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same for yeah, all three uh Regions basically like especially U.S. and uh, EU have the same one. Uh, of course, the Japanese one is a little bit shaped differently, but it's the same image at least that is on there. Uh, but it's it's kind of a remake of the uh, box art for the NES version. Um, of course, you have Christopher in front, except uh, instead of uh, Simon, um, but you see. Castlevania looming in the distance uh, on the edge of a cliff. I don't know why he keeps building his castles. <laughs> he can literally spawn it anywhere he wants and every time he chooses to do it on, a, on the edge of a cliff. Uh, kind of dumb. Uh, and in the, background, oh, well, I mean... yeah, in the background, in the clouds, you see Dracula uh, way bigger than he actually is <laughs> any time in any Castlevania game. Uh Shooting thunder out of his fingernail, and bats are flying towards Christopher. Uh, but yeah, it's I like it's cool. It's a cool box art. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, I like that. This is one of the few box arts where, like, the foreground actually goes into like the Game Boy spine. Hmm. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't constrain itself to like the little square for the box art itself. It actually like lets itself flow out a little yeah. bit. One of the rare box arts that that actually does that, and I always appreciate when when
1: that happens. Yeah, it's a perfect cover for a Castlevania game, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it would definitely, if I saw that on the shelf as a kid, I'd be like, yep, yep getting it. Getting that game. Yep. Because because there was no internet. Yeah. When we were buying <laughs> games, we judged it all by the box art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yep, that's it right there. Yep,
1: and then regrets for the rest of your life. But <laughs> that's right.
0: For the next 20 some years of your yeah. life, you'll hate yourself mm-hmm. because you bought Castlevania the Adventure. Yeah.
1: Uh, Uh, But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) this wasn't the only time people got subjected to Castlevania the Adventure because uh, it actually, and this is a Japanese only release, but it got put into the very first Konami collection, which is basically like uh, a card with four uh, games from the franchise on it. So it's it's also on the Konami collection. Sadly, it's the exact same version uh, as the original. So you're still screwed either way. Doesn't matter which which one you you buy. Uh, Luckily, there has been, and we've mentioned it before, there is a ROM hack of this game called the Enhanced Graphics Edition, I believe. Um, Yes, it upgrades some of the sprite work in it, which is already cool, uh, but it also gets rid of you losing your whip upgrades after getting hit, and it actually makes uh, Christopher move at the speed he is supposed to be moving at which actually makes this game good, in my opinion. Um, It does still offer you the same classic Castlevania difficulty, uh, but without all of the stupid things that this original version uh, brought with it. Um, So I really actually enjoy playing the Enhanced Graphics Edition. So if you can pick it up, be warned though, it is a hack. There are some graphical issues uh, during the game so if something disappears all of a sudden yeah sadly but it's still very very much playable so just keep that in mind yeah. um so yeah that's the preferred way of playing the game boy version um it's also put on <laughs> the castlevania collection which came out a few years ago which i'm still very mad about um I have no idea why they put this game on the collection. Uh, Was 2 on it as well? I think so, right? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, 2 was was on it. Uh, Legend, sadly, did not make the cut because Konami wants to deny the existence of that game for whatever reason. Um, Because it didn't didn't work plot-wise for some reason, but whatever. It's actually a really good game, so it's sad that they didn't put it on there. Um, but they did go with the original Castlevania The Adventure here, even though they actually have an amazing remake of this game, uh, which yeah. only came out on, what is it called? Well, I know it's on the Wii, but like the Wii...
0: The
1: virtual console type Yeah, thing. The, the, the thing for... I forgot, I
0: forgot what it was called. Yeah, yeah like the e-show. Uh, but it, so
1: it's cool. called Castlevania... Uh, Adventure Rebirth, which is a completely new game, basically. Yeah. But based on this game, in my opinion, the best Castlevania game there is. Sadly, you cannot play it. Because the we blah, 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 whatever online thing doesn't exist anymore. So nobody yeah. can grab it. Um, of course, there are ways. I'll get into that later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just not... or available for purchase on anything anymore um so why didn't they put that version on the collection and when with the original Game Boy version it's beyond me it's it's really 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 beyond me um so yeah it's weird konami does make weird decisions but that is one of their they really <laughs> their, their most weird ones uh besides going for pachinko machines but yeah, whatever
0: there yeah konami does some choice things even back then they did some choice things as well too but like nowadays it's like where we have a castlevania uh eh, here's a castlevania collection with all the crappy versions of the mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. games or you know, here's a Silent Hill collection where like the the three games just don't work at all. So yeah. <laughs> I mean it's whatever. Here's a Metal Gear collection, but we'll probably will never release one again, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everyone everyone there's one there's one there's one pachinko machines now, and it's fine. You know, if you want to play Metal Gear Pachinko, that's fine, <laughs> but uh I certainly mm-hmm. don't want to. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, this game get uh, absolutely uh, roasted for just how bad it was. Which uh, honestly, when when I was playing, when I pl- I I played through the, tri- the trilogy multiple times for Game Boy, uh, having played original adventure and the uh, the ROM hack, and like even after playing the ROM hack version, I was like, wow, I am surprised they made a second Castlevania for the Game Boy, and then the second one was is by far the best of the three, in my opinion. Mm
1: -hmm. League's Um, better than this game.
0: Yeah. And Hail is the best of the trilogy for the Game Boy. Meanwhile, no one acknowledges Legends, which I think Legends is a decent game. Yeah, me
1: too. I think it's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Adventure's awful. So. (laughs) (laughs) I still recommend playing it because it's a Castlevania game. Mm Mm-hmm. But, Mm -hmm. um... Play, play the ROM hack version. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> if you
1: have the ability to just play the ROM hack version. Uh, yeah. or, and play the original to see why it doesn't work. Uh, because of some choice just mechanics. Yeah. Just play the
0: first level. Just play the first level of the original. You'll be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, we're going to take another quick short break here. We'll come back thoughts and history of Castlevania The Adventure um and then obviously our very well scripted uh closing statements so stay tuned Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for uh, holding on there. Hope you enjoyed... I believe that was stage two uh, from uh, from the CVOST called Darkness. But uh, yeah, so thoughts and history of the game. We'll start with you, Mo.
1: Yeah. All right. So I did not grow up with Castlevania series at all. Uh, like, none of my friends or family had the games on any system uh, back then um so i'm not sure how i eventually ended up playing some of them uh like i i can't really remember i do remember screenshots from the adventure in like promotional books that that came with the game boy like they they just have pictures uh with all of the games in them um so it, it looked like a game i would enjoy not this one then, but like the series itself actually uh like back then i didn't know of course but uh that this was a bad one but but yeah the series looked at least <laughs> interesting to me but i never got around to uh to buy it i'm pretty sure i never saw it at the store or something like that um i think the very first one that i ever played was super castlevania 4 i think like again i'm, I'm not really sure but i did like that game a lot uh was a lot of fun i'm I don't think I ever beat it as a kid or something. Uh, I also didn't own it, so I must have played it over at a Friends or something. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, when the time came for emulators and, and ROMs uh, to get super popular, I did go back and check out the rest of the series, um, except for for the Game Boy games, actually. I still did not play them. Um, so I'm not sure when I first played this, um not for portable pleasure or anything like that i I must have just uh tested the game out at some point uh and yeah i just it wasn't fun (laughs) at all Uh, especially not after playing all of the other uh games so yeah it, it literally sucks for all the reasons we have listed uh throughout the episode so um i'm pretty sure i didn't beat it the first time around so i eventually did for uh Pleasure. Um, I did find the ROM hack after a while, and then I did enjoy this game, like I said earlier, and that's why I picked that one for my replay of the game to to have a video. Um, and then I actually enjoyed the game, so um, it's it's just that the original is is not great. Um, I did hear a lot about the remake, but as mentioned before, there's no. Legit way of uh, of playing that game anymore or procuring that game anymore. So, I literally bought a Wii. I didn't own a Wii. Uh, I never bought that system because oh there wasn't anything in particular interesting on it for me. Um, so, I actually bought a Wii for the sole purpose of uh, of playing Rebirth. Um, so. For those of you who don't know, there's a way to hack your Wii, and then you can download the files uh, for those games that don't exist anymore and put them on there. It's it's not that hard to do. Like it took me like half an hour to figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's probably the it it took me uh, it cost me forty bucks to get a Wii with controller and and all the stuff that comes with it, uh, none, no games or anything, just the console and, and the controller and things like that. Uh, but it's it's probably the best 40 bucks I have ever spent on something completely random because uh, for me, Rebirth is my all time favorite side-scrolling uh, Castlevania game. Um, I just absolutely adore that. It did cost me 40 bucks just for one game, which is still cheap because I got the console with it and I can play other games on it as well now. Uh, So so that's pretty cool. But yeah, it was just... I was like, I want to play this. I want to play it on console. I don't want to emulate it or anything. I'm just going to buy a Wii. (laughs) So I I did. (laughs) And now the Wii is there and... I've only played Castlevania Rebirth on it, so uh, but yeah, I I think if if you haven't played that game before, uh, and you have ways to do so, do it because I think it's a phenomenal Castlevania game. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah.
0: Or it can just be like me and have them legally on your Wii because you bought yeah.
1: them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, because I have. That was it Contra Rebirth? It was the other one. Contra Rebirth and Castlevania. Uh, I'm Blaster
1: Master Rebirth. And Blaster Master. Those no were yeah. Rebirth games. Yeah. Oh, I'm Gradius Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. four, four, four games. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I have Gradius. I'd have to plug it in and look. Yeah. It's sitting over there collecting dust right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It's a. one of those gen one Wii's too it has like the gamecube ports on it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it's Mm -hmm. it's it's an old boy um but it worked it works well whenever i uh need to do stuff for the gamecube yeah (laughs) whenever i need to use it it works well but um for me, so Castlevania has always been a pretty dear place uh, or a dear game to me because my f- my first Castlevania I played was Castlevania 2 for the NES. Um now I was probably like 5 5 or 6 when I first played it, so I obviously didn't beat it when I was a kid cuz I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> but um I grew up with Castlevania um NES Castlevanias and the Super Nintendo Castlevanias. And even the N64 Castlevanias. Uh, <laughs> played Symphony of the Night. But that was pretty much like my my done right there. It's like Symphony of the Night and the N64 Castlevanias was it for me. Because uh, I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. I didn't have a PS2 at the time. And when I did get my PS2, the games I bought. Because at this time when PS2 was out, I was into sports games and wrestling games. So I had sport mostly, dominantly sports games and wrestling games for my PS2. Um, so I didn't have Castlevania. Um, didn't even know Castlevania existed on the Game Boy. Um, yeah. Then later on, once I start getting more involved with retro stuff and everything else, I learned that there's Game Boy Castlevanias. So I'm like, oh, we'll check them out because Game Boy. Uh, the first one I ever played was Legends. Liked it, enjoyed it. Was pretty good. Then I played Belmont's Revenge like a year later. Loved it. The best Game Boy, uh, uh, Castlevania. And then uh, I mentioned, I was like, oh, I haven't played Castlevania Adventure yet. And everyone was like, don't play it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So it took me a couple years to finally be like, you know what? We need to play Castlevania the Adventure. We're just going to play it and be done with it. And I hated my life for a good hour and a half. So (laughs) I hated my life for a good hour and a half. Um, it was, it wasn't so much that it was a bad game. It was just slow. It was just slow and unfair. <laughs> true. And it was unfair because it was so slow. Mm, mm. <laughs> so I hated it. Hated it. I was like, this sucks. Uh, complained about the entire playthrough. That's why it's not on YouTube yet. It's just me bitching for an hour and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but after that, though, I like I said, I picked up the Game Boy Advance collection on the Switch. Uh, I believe Mo did too. Uh, I played Aria Sorrow on it um, a year year or so ago. Loved Aria Sorrow. Might it might it is a top three uh, uh, Castlevania game for me now. Absolutely loved Aria Sorrow. Uh, do want to play Circle of the Moon or Distance of Harmony, whatever it's called? And then uh, I do want to check out the DS and PS2 games eventually. But like I said, like I pl- I like playing the games on the actual like console, or like having like having owned the game and then maybe dumping the ROM to my computer. Like I at least want to own the game, but God, those games are expensive. <laughs> like since it's a top tier IP, it's automatically at least forty plus dollars right out of the mm. gate. So um they're just expensive games and right now the retro market just to collect is insane so I don't even want to touch the retro market right now but uh yeah so like I grew up with it up until a certain point until I was about a teenager basically then I stopped and then recently picked it back up because of getting into retro stuff again for various different platforms um but I will say the Castlevania in 64 games. Not good, not 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 good uh playable playable, but not good uh, go play mischief makers That game's fun <laughs> but uh yeah, no, that's really about it um I guess we can touch base a little bit like with the castle and stuff like do you have uh what was it bloodstained is that the <clears throat> not spinoff but like basically the 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 newer clone of it yeah. now that those games are he- heckin' fun. I haven't played the second. I haven't played Ritual of the Night 2 yet or wherever the second one was. I played the first one and then I played the PlayStation styled version of it yeah. as well. Super good games. Um, so since Konami's not making any more Castlevanias at least anytime soon, I highly recommend checking out the Bloodstained series.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Those are excellent games for sure. Um let's see here. Retro achievements. Yes, there are some. If you want to get even more mad at this game, I guess you can try and go for the achievements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't... I'm not sure if it works with, uh, with the hacked version. Like, like I have no idea. That would make it a little bit uh, more fun, I guess. But uh, I, I'm looking at the list right now, and uh, it does not look great. <laughs> it's like, get nine remaining lives... Good luck with that. Uh, Apparently, there's a lot of secret rooms and secret uh, one ups you can get through throughout the stages that I never even knew about. Yeah, there's a secret room in every stage. Yeah, never knew about that. Oh, really? I
0: didn't know. I didn't know that.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, there's a secret room. Uh, Yeah, and one ups spread throughout the entire game, apparently. Uh, But yeah, I also see like. Beat all the bosses with the lowest whip. <laughs> uh, complete stages with full HP. And then things like that. So, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it will be fun. <laughs> but yeah, they exist if you want to suffer some more. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I haven't done the achievement stuff in a while. I think the last game I did achievements for was, was Triple Yeah. Rome which uh, makes you do things you typically would never do in trip world. <laughs> so but uh, don't the Shack food ones are really easy. there's there's a hundred of them though there's too many Shack food ones because <laughs> they make you go through the story, then you have to do like the versus mode and ugh just too much. But they are cool though. if you're if you're into the achievement stuff or if you're wanting to challenge yourself with uh, some some retro games, highly. Highly recommend checking out the the retro achievement stuff. Super super cool stuff that people are doing
1: with it. Yeah. Oh, see, skister there knows where the secret rooms are. Apparently. Uh, yeah, I had no idea until I just looked at that list.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea they exist. I knew I know there's some in CB2. Yeah,
1: those I know, um, and in, in Legends as well. But uh, yeah, the more you know. Yeah, but that's uh, why we do these episodes to find out stuff that we didn't even realize about the games.
0: Uh so yeah, Castlevania: The Adventure. So speedrun segment. We're we're not a speedrun podcast. We're old, washed-up speedrunners that don't really speedrun anymore. <laughs> so, uh, um, any, any percent beat zero from Russia. With a time of 17 minutes 54 seconds, uh, plays on the Japanese version of the game. Uh, this is pretty recent, two months ago. So, uh, any percent AC, I don't know what AC stands for. All
1: candles, apparently.
0: All candles, wow. Man, talk about running out of things to do. <laughs> uh, Beat Zero again, 17 minutes 31 seconds, played on the PS4 this time. This was also two months ago. Any percent Game Boy Color. Beat 15 minutes thirty-one seconds, uh, two months ago. Played on a European, played on the European platform apparently. Uh, low percent is from Mazen, who is from Germany. Twenty-one minutes and fifty seconds. Played on the Japanese version of the video game a year ago. Uh, if you don't know what low percent is, is that picking up a whip upgrade is not allowed. Health refills are not allowed. Invincibility cross is not allowed. One ups are not allowed. Jesus brutal uh absolutely brutal and then 102 percent is also held by mazen with 22 minutes and 59 seconds held on the japanese version of the game as well too um, so it looks like the category requires you to destroy all 164 unique candles in the game and collect their items, exclu- excluding the unobtainable candle inside a wall in level 3. Each level requires taking a death to spawn one additional candle that would not appear otherwise. If you destroyed an earlier candle on the same stage, destroying the same candle after death is allowed, those trigger candles are... There's a list of them. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, if you want to do 102%, there is a list to do for that
1: one. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised the game has a lot more speedrun attention than, like, yeah, it's it, yeah. so, it found its audience in the speedrun community, <laughs> but the casual gamers are steering, uh, yeah, steering clear. So, away according
0: from to me. the stat, according to the stats here on speedrun.com, there's 11 players, 40 runs, 23 followers of the game. The game was added in 2017, it has a total runtime of 13 hours. Wow. There are two guys and one resource for the game.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome. I, uh, I for one, will not be submitting a time <laughs> no, to, thank you. to this game. No, thank you. So... <laughs> <laughs> Of any degree, of any type of category, I will not be submitting a time to this game.
1: (laughs) But hey, those... Not much revenge on the other hand. Those who are interested, there is definitely a community around it, so definitely check it out. Yes,
0: there seems to be a community around it. And it looks like it's it's starting to pick back up, because the most recent speedruns are from a couple months Mm -hmm. ago. So it looks like there are some people picking it back up, at least. But uh, yeah, cool. With that, do you want to do? Oh, we had community events coming up. I got—I oh, forgot to look up community events, <laughs> Mo.
1: <laughs> that is fine. We'll we'll just go over the events we have on RGL for once or something. Because th- there's a lot of stuff coming up, uh, for sure. Um, like we just announced the Tiny Ten, which will uh, Tiny Ten Thirteen, which will be held on November 12th at 1 p.m. Oh. For those of you who yep. don't know what Here. Tiny 10 is, it's a 10 Game Boy uh, race. 10 ga- G- Game Boy game ra- I can talk. I I have words <laughs> to say. Jesus. <laughs> it's a speedrun race with 10 Game Boy games. There we go. There <laughs> that that go. made the most there sense. There we go. Uh, there's also, like, the Halloween Marathon 2022. What's the date on that? Well, I guess Halloween weekend, uh, which is... <laughs> 29th, 30th. I
0: don't see. Dan Hole said a schedule might be out tomorrow for No, oh, well, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, know we
1: also I have know. the Nescatlon, November 5th, 1 p.m. How'd you say that? <laughs> Nescatlon. <lawn. laughs> <laughs> That's Cathalon.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> November fifth. Yeah. At I believe was it what yeah, one PM Eastern mm-hmm. uh, November fifth. So I believe that's how many NES games was that? Is that
1: ten? ten. ten? Yeah. I I played yeah. uh, The Blind Race. Like I, I won't be oh. joining the actual race, but uh it was fun to uh to oh, do yes. the blind race for sure. So yeah, Halloween horror marathon is October 28th uh, through the 30th, so uh, last weekend of, of October. Um, let's see, we got all the Feet, Feet the Kids Marathon is also coming back uh, November 25th till mm-hmm. the 27th. Um, there will be an RGL TV schmuptacular on December 3rd. That's gonna be fun. Uh, we got the coin up classic, uh, which will, Reappear in December as well. Uh, we will be doing a Secret Santa game exchange. That's that's a thing between... Oh, those are fun. Yeah, that's between staff members. We we pull a Secret Santa name and then we give each other three games uh, to play. Oh, that's, that's and those that, are fun. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for the rest of the year here on, uh, on RGL TV. And of course, uh, we will be doing the live recordings whenever we can, once a month. We uh yep. we did it today because we had the tiny ten reveal as well and it was just easier to do two things after each other. So, uh, but yeah, normally on Saturday, unless there's something else, there's of course the the waffles or the raffles, which are which are always fun. Yep. No.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um. And then another big marathon coming up too is our uh, our friends over at uh, Power Up with Pride is putting up their Winter Pride Marathon uh, this year. Uh, Submissions are still open for, I think, another day. So if you're listening to this live and you haven't submitted or want to submit a speedrun to it, uh, they are open for at least uh, until tomorrow night, I believe. They did extend the submission list uh, for that. I don't remember when the times are or what the dates are for that mm-hmm. typically they're in december uh oh here it is december 9th to the 11th so it's a weekend long marathon event um and they do a and it's a charity thing that supports the trevor project so um go definitely check them out if you uh, if you're not a speedrunner, definitely check them out watch the marathon super fun to watch very chill very casual Uh, Very good speedrun. The people behind the scenes are amazing, awesome people. I hang out with them all the time at GDQs when they're in person. I chat with them almost daily in Discord. So very, very awesome people. So give that a check out as well. Um, Obviously, we're going to have AGDQ coming up here, honestly, relatively shortly. Uh, Time flies nowadays, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll have AGDQ, which is going to be completely online uh, this this time around, and that'll be happening in January, so keep an eye out on that. Hopefully we can get some Game Boy games in this time. I'll be submitting Shaq Fu again for the uh, 14th time, and uh, <laughs> hopefully we can get that in for uh, Awesome Block, and then uh, uh, maybe I'll submit Alien 3 as well for another Awesome Block game. So, um, Obviously there's always more marathons happening that we just don't know about because the marathon scene is absolutely gigantic. Um, especially uh, starting around this time of time of year. Uh, this is when a lot of charity stuff starts to happen to, you know, help feed hungry people or people that are less fortunate, especially with the hurricane that recently hit the East coast of the United States and part of Canada. Uh, there's a lot of relief effort happening there as well too. So definitely keep an eye out on Twitter, or if you follow certain speedrunners, I'm sure that some of them are clamoring and retweeting about uh, said marathons as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do the closing this time?
1: Yeah, let's keep it short because right, my, do my voice that. is going away after four hours now, I guess.
0: Uh, it's not like we revealed 10 Game Boy games. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or anything like that. Uh, and now we can we can go back to some more waffles. That's always nice. Uh, but yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let, let's fly through this for once. Uh, like always if you have any thoughts and suggestions. Um, you can reach us at many places and I'm just gonna uh, gonna quickly go over them because you can find them on our website, this is gameboy.com where you have these nice, uh, links you can follow. So you don't really have to type in anything in your browser or anything. Uh, but like you can contact me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, all slash Mule, which is M O E L L E U H. Cause my normal one always gets taken. Uh, <laughs> EBC you can find on even more stuff. yeah
0: you can find me on twitch twitter youtube instagram tiktok i think that's about it for social (laughs) media stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and that's just e bloody candy yeah i i got grandfathered into youtube so it's real easy to find me it's great
1: (laughs) right of course there's our producer sprinting lex uh, which you never really see here. Uh, you might, might have heard her in a few episodes. No. Uh, but you can find her on, uh, on Twitch as Sprinting Legs, on Twitter as Sprinting Legs, on YouTube as Legs, and also on her own website, uh, sprintinglegs.com, which has a v- variety of projects she's doing around Game Boy and other stuff. Um, that's also the website where you can find the Game Boy Manual Database, uh, which yep. is still expanding as we speak, but we still have a long way to go uh, before we actually have a full set. Uh, but if you want to contribute to that, uh, definitely go check that out. Um, yeah. So, she also
0: has a really cool link on her site now, too, to let you um, check out the authenticity of a ROM for true. your Game Boy as well, too. So. A lot of times we have trouble with ROMs, whether or not they've been modified or messed with, or if it was just a bad dump in general. Uh, she now has a tool on her website to let you upload your ROM and to check to see if, it, uh, if, if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. super helpful.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I've heard you like to support a podcast. Uh, there are a few ways to do that. The free ways are by, of course, listening. Do the podcast either on SoundCloud or on YouTube where you can rewatch the live videos uh, and videos for the light episodes as well. But those just have like gameplay footage uh, with it, of course. Um, But yeah, you can check everything out. You can like and comment and uh, and, like subscribe and things like that. Anything that helps uh, like rate the podcasts on whatever podcast application you are using Uh, it really helps uh, spread the word that we exist so that more people uh, can pick us up and and start listening to us so uh, that's the free way to do that Uh, and it's always very much appreciated if you do any of those things Um, of course you can also uh, uh, throw your money at us which we do love because we have bills to pay when it comes to the podcast true uh itself like not our other bills like we don't use the money for that no uh but we do have a few ways you can do that you can uh either just give us a random donation which is always nice through paypal we do have a paypal.me uh account i guess or it's just a paypal account but uh, you can find the link for that on our website uh this is gameboy.com uh but we also have a patreon where you can become a patron for the podcast. Everybody knows it. It's like OnlyFans, but with less nudity. Um, it's, it's like a, <laughs> a monthly subscription-based thing uh, where you can like, give us whichever amount of money you want, and you will get benefits, of course. Um, you get access to our episode notes, which you can read through, and you can see the evolution between the first episode and... Uh, the later episodes where we actually did, it's huge. <laughs> did yeah, did start uh, making normal notes for once. Um, you can also get access to a very few, very few, no, to a variety—that's the word I was looking for—variety of uh, special Discord channels you would otherwise not be able to access. Um, there's stuff like bloopers and, and, and things like that in there. That you can get access to. Um, You also get uh, early access to whenever me and EBC decide uh, to make another Hunt Hunters episode, which is uh, basically a YouTube Let's Play where we play through horror games uh, or horror horror related games. Um, Yeah, yeah. Like they're free to watch on EBC's YouTube, but um, patrons get one month early access to episodes that's not like a thing we do on a regular schedule it's just whenever we have time we record one and then we put it up there so um,
0: yeah the last one we did was fishing vacation which was a game boy inspired horror yeah yeah pretty fun yeah
1: always a fun watch so uh yeah that's that's the patreon stuff so that's really cool um the final thing you could do is grab some merch from our store um you can access that through... Uh, wait, what's the... I don't remember the URL. what uh,
0: <laughs> is it T-I-G-B... It's, a, it's a merch.thisisgameboy.com. Yeah, there we go,
1: merch.thisisgameboy. You're supposed to
0: put a banner on the website. There
1: is a banner on the website. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I just didn't remember the actual URL. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, grab a t-shirt or a mug from there. Um, yes, I'm still working on a new design now.
0: There's a mug right there. You just can't see it
1: very well. (laughs) But yeah, you can grab it. Apparently, I still haven't... uh, I I didn't get rid of the limited edition shirt. (laughs) Because I completely forgot, to be honest. um, Solid. Yeah, let's just keep that running for a while as well till the end of the year, and then I'll just... uh make it go away. Oh, we should make a, a Christmas one. A Christmas. Change one. the card out to a Christmas tree or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they there's Pretty easy. We 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 will have some more merch soon, but basically for now it's a t-shirt which comes in three colors. Um like Wait, what are the colors? Green, uh light gray it's and like dark green, gray. Yeah. green. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. No, wha- no white. No here. Yeah, no whites. Uh you get them get a coffee mug or whatever mug. I don't know what you're drinking uh, with the logo on it. And our limited edition shirt is still available uh, at this point. And more merch will be coming soon. Uh, stickers soon. St- st- sure. I, I don't know if yes. the, the costs of making stickers outweighs what we would actually earn from it. but <laughs> People want stickers. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll look into it. I can always <laughs> do that.
0: <laughs> I want a sticker more than anything. <laughs> sure, <laughs>
1: sure. All right, but yeah, that's all the sellout stuff we have. So, uh, but yeah, it's always just appreciated if you listen to the podcast and if you like the podcast and and spread the word on the podcast so more people will listen to it. Uh, sure but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. What's our next uh, episode going to be on? That's a good question. It's your, it's your choice this time, ain't it? No, Castlevania was my choice. No! So. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, man, I gotta pull up a spreadsheet and... Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is the worst. Yeah, let's do Zul, Ninja of the Nth Dimension. Alright. Weird choice, but we'll it, do It's Zool. a weird choice, but...
1: Uh... <laughs> let's go into the weird games for once.
0: We haven't done a game like this yet, so that's what I was like looking mm, for. I always true. look for like something we haven't done, at least yet yeah. or in a while. So And that that is All a right. very different game, so
1: So yeah, next time get your uh, Chupa Chops ready. This will be diving into the, the fantastical world of uh, or dimension, I guess, <laughs> of Zool.
0: I found out Zoolin has one song, too, so you know it's a quality. It's true.
1: It's true. Only one song.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, until next time, y'all, thank you all for watching this live. Sorry for the hiccups earlier in the stream. I don't know what was going on. Me and Twitch just didn't get along, apparently. Uh, So thank Mm. you all for being patient through that. Thank you all for watching the stream. Thank you all for listening to the podcast episode on SoundCloud. And if you are watching this or listening to this on YouTube, we appreciate you as well. Until next time. See ya. See you all later. Lakes put a whip cracking sound at the end of that too. That'd be good.